Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 208. Um, Matt's already a little worried, so Matt, I would normally ask you how you're doing, but um, something I I heard on a podcast this week, I, I have to ask you about this first, and then you can tell me how your your week has been. Now, I thought we were good friends. Like I thought we kind of shared everything. Like we didn't, we didn't, we perhaps have a few secrets, but we we do talk about things that we don't talk to other people about. And then I heard this on the Taylor Wilde podcast, and I have to admit, I was kind of appalled. I was going to send you a message on WhatsApp, but I was like. I'm going to wait until Saturday. I'll give him a chance to explain himself. So the guest was uh, Luna Havoc, who I'm actually going to talk about a little bit later as well. Right. And they were talking about bad Tinder dates. So I had to make a few notes because I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything. Um, but she said she went on a date. Um, the person she went on a date with did coke straight off the table in front of her. Um, I, I would think that would probably be a red flag straight away, I would think. Oh, yeah. Um. And anyway, um, she said, oh, I can probably say the name because it's probably generic anyway, so it won't matter. Um, the name was Matt, um, and he was a chef. Now, I was like, oh, my goodness. Well, I know a Matt. I know a chef. Um, it would be very hypocritical with all the comments that you've been making about a certain wrestling owner as well. Um, I just wanted to give you the opportunity at the start in case anyone had heard that podcast as well to um, to defend yourself, to explain yourself. Um, um Graham, amount of different mats that are in the world. There's, there's two Matt Willis's that are chefs in California. Okay. Oh, there are. Yeah. Okay. So just coincidence then. Very coincidental, Graham. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was dying with laughing as I was listed to it. Once, once it said it was, um, I think they actually mentioned it was a chef first, and then I was like, <laughs> then I thought straight away of you. And when they said it was Matt, I was just, I was just dying. Um, how are you, buddy? Oh. Uh... I'm okay. I'm okay. A bit bit tired. Um, I haven't had a day off since last Tuesday. Um, so, so four days ago. We're I recording don't... on Saturday for the benefit well, of people. Well, who are if, in in if we no Tuesday week four gram. Oh, the previous Tuesday. Okay, yeah. so about eleven days then. Okay, eleven days in a row, and they asked me work today, and I told them politely no. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be honest. Fair enough. Um, uh, no, because if you do that, then I won't be coming into work on Tuesday because I'm absolutely shattered. Uh, yeah, I'm really, really tired. And I went to the park run this morning as well, which so aching all over. But you got your 12, you said you already got 12,000 steps in for the day. So it's only it's just only around just lunchtime in the UK. So, just got one so you've had yeah. a busy morning. You can you can relax for the rest of the day. Absolutely. Gaming and editing, Graham. Yeah, gaming and editing. Yes. Uh, how's your week been? Um, it wasn't a bad week. We we had Wednesday off, and um, they they kind of changed our schedule a little bit, and they're trying to be more inclusive of all religions. So obviously, we get Christmas off, although we call it winter break. We get Easter off, even though they call it spring break. And um, they've introduced a lot um, in the last year or so. They've introduced um, a lot of the Jewish holidays, so people can celebrate their holidays without having to miss any school time. So it was actually Yom Kippur on uh, Wednesday. And um, I am all in favor of four-day weeks, particularly when it's two days, a day off in the middle, two days, 
and then the weekend again. Um, that's something I could really get used to. So yeah, it's actually been a it's actually been a pretty good week. I got to catch up on some work. Uh, Mason's golf's finished. Whew. Except now it's straight into wrestling season. So. And he has lacrosse practice this afternoon, which I've got to take him to as well. So um, it looks like there's no end in sight in taking Masons and somewhere. Soon as he can learn to drive, the better as far as I'm concerned. And then he could drive you everywhere. <laughs> then he can drive me everywhere. Uh, if Jackson needs to go anywhere, he can take him as well. Yeah, um, he just needs to be a few years older, and then he can, uh, he'll can he be able to do that. I think it's 16 in the US. I, it's 17 well, in the depends UK. On the state. So depends on the state. Oh, it does? Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it's 16. I think you can start learning when you're 15, if I remember correctly. Like you you're, off, you're not on roads. Farmers can start learning at 14. Yeah. We have like a facility at school where it's like a driving school. So you're on school property. It's just a small area. You can practice your basic maneuvers. So when you do get onto the road, you're obviously a lot better prepared. So, oh my gosh, as soon as that day comes. There is a, I know it's from Glee, Graham. Actually, oh, okay. they, they do actually do driver's ed classes in some yep. schools. Yeah, they, they, like, they do. And, and that was could, one of the schools. That, that would have been a great thing to have in the UK. We don't have that. Here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say we talk about teaching life skills, um, teaching somebody to drive. That would be a perfect use of uh, somebody's time. Whereas mm. we know that there's other things that we learned in school that we have never used since. Now, I understand that there's also an it. argument. Learning how to learn is an important skill as well. And having a wide variety of knowledge is important as well. And not just focusing on, hey, I'm just doing one thing. Like, if you want to be a chef, you can't just learn about food. You, you still need to know about other things as well. Like, you still need to know and understand about history. I still think things like that are important. There you still need to know English. You need to know how to write, well, read. Or, so. I, but there I, are I, certain I, things that I we will learn. Take I will take you to task on that now, actually. I'm going to take you to task on that now. Maths and everything like that, obviously, I need that. In, I need that for measurements. All that sort of, I need that sort of stuff. I grant you. But mm -hmm. when in my line of work am I going to need to know where to put a punctuation mark in a fucking sentence? Well, your menus would look pretty bad and you would look pretty dumb. I have a, you know a spell checker for that. I have a when, you're writing your re when you're writing your CV to apply for a job and things like that. But the if day you don't I, know how to use... The day I, I, if you can't tell what a punctuation mark is used for that... I, think I know all that stuff, it. though. Well, I've got to learn again. That's what annoyed me. And I think I critical reading and critical thinking and critical understanding are important skills. So I'm going to defend the English subject, even if you're not. But... Says the math teacher. Right. In any case, um, you you mentioning Yom Kippur, by the way, actually reminded me the first time I ever heard of that, Graham, actually. Oh, it is? Uh, no, no. I remember the first time. Oh, the first, okay. Um, you would have a little guess where it was from. You won't get it. But I don't have a guess where I heard it. I have no idea. I'm trying to think of a Jewish wrestler off the top of my head. No, no. It, it, might been... it was a TV sitcom. Oh, okay. Um, it was um, Forty Towers. Oh, okay. I don't remember that particular episode, but, but the okay. episode was the uh, the anniversary the anniversary episode where he she was trying to remind Basil of what the day was, and he's like, Agincourt, Trafalgar. <laughs> Hastings, <laughs> Yom Kippur. I'm like, ah, oh, Yom Kippur. Where that came from in my head, I don't know. But I just like to absorb stuff out of the air sometimes. 
It stays I need in there. to watch Faulty Towers. I have not seen Faulty Towers probably in the last ten years. Have it's you... been a, it's been too long since I. Do you know seen what? It. There's so many jokes I didn't get when I was because I thought I watched it when I was Jackson's age. I didn't get half the jokes. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of Mason course. would appreciate the jokes nowadays. I think. Uh, I'm sure he would. Yeah. Particularly, sure would. particularly the moose. Hello, I am English. <laughs> Hello, how are you, sir? Worked great on, 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 on an audio medium. I'm wearing Hey, should we chat some wrestling? Absolutely. Got lots to talk about. Good. Bad. All right. Good cop moments. Start us off. Well, Graham, um, the news broke this week that there was a lot of changes happening across the, the bit of free brand of WWE. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the, the commentary team have changed. Yeah. And they've got rid of three people on Raw. It's only going to be two now. It's going to be two on each brand. And I'm all for that, to be fair. Two people per the booth is not too busy. And that's how it should be. I remember watching a pay-per-view once, and they had a German, and then they had four. And I'm like, that's way too many. Mm. I mean, yeah, like, 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 like if you've got like a two, you've got a tag team with a guest commentary, four for a thing. And that's fine, but they had four yeah. on all night. I mean, I don't speak German, but but there's a lot of German words which are really, really quite long. I'm thinking like it just sounds like a hike, sounds like trying to raise the dead or something. If you've got that many people try on a, on a panel in one go, so do you know who the who the new country teams are, Graham? Well, having watched SmackDown last night, I did see Wade Barrett. So yes, Wade Barrett has been promoted to SmackDown alongside Michael Cole. <laughs> this is a great move. Mm-hmm. Wait, we're big fans of Wade Barrett, obviously being English ourselves. Uh, Wade Barrett, obviously a, a five-time Intercontinental Champion. Uh, people forget that he held it five times. Um, he he had a Hall of Fame career. That's, I mean, let's face it, some people are Hall of Fame for nothing. I mean, oh, got... can I can I just interject at that point? Of One of the things on commentary that I thought was really interesting last night, I didn't write this down at all. Um, now I got my Sling TV and I can watch live. So I, I had nothing to do last night, so I watched. Fair. And um, they were—I can't remember who the wrestler was in particular, but they mentioned they were talking about. You know how they talk about like five times Intercontinental Champion, the three times it, blah blah. They mentioned they had a Hall of Fame career. I was like, ooh, is that like a, a spoiler? Is that because I would imagine previously when Vince was there, everything they said was pretty much what Vince was saying. I did wonder if that was something that was an off-the-cuff comment, as in it was the, the Wade Barrett's personal opinion of how the good that wrestler was, or if yeah. that was. Usually, yeah. talking for minutes here, but I, it's something I'd never really noticed before. You, for, you don't kind of jump the gun. Like, obviously, if when you have Undertaker earlier, like you know he's going to be a, a Hall of Fame. Like, there's certain names that it's obvious that Randy Orton, John Cena, correct. Like, it's obvious, but this was a name that was like it probably wasn't quite so obvious to me. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting comment that commentary would make that. Hmm. Well, to be fair, from what I've heard, Triple H is not in the year at all. Oh, okay. He's good. Uh, well, uh, so he's massively needed to be talk- spoken to, but he doesn't micromanage because you do. And you notice how much more relaxed Michael Cole's been on commentary. Yeah. Oh, it's been so much. It's been so much better. Um. So obviously, Michael Cole, Cole, and uh, Wade Barrett are on SmackDown. Raw is now Kevin Patrick, the Irishman, and Corey Graves. Those two would work together quite well. Uh, I think they'll do a good job. Um. He's been, we've seen a lot of um, of uh, Kevin Patrick, obviously the backstage bits and pieces over the last few months, 
And uh, hopefully he'll have a good, he'll do a good job. You know, he's got big shoot to fill because no one's ever going to fill the role of, of Jim Ross. Let's face it. No, mm-hmm. they're going to those shoes. Um, NXT is what concerned me slightly, though, Graham. NXT is Vic Joseph. Not a problem. I like Vic Joseph. Fine. It's his co-commentator. And this may sound slightly bad cop, but... Uh, I, don't, I don't... Yeah, don't like it. It didn't seem like an obvious choice for NXT. There's no real past yeah. history with NXT. It didn't, to me, there isn't any obvious reason why mm. he would be NXT. I mean, he, why does, he, would be on he does have a wrestling school, which, uh, which may be a reason why. But that, um, That's true not, in Texas, yeah. But um, Booker T, for me, every time he's on commentary, I mean, he ruins every surprise. <laughs> he ruins every surprise. And he... I've, I've I've spoken before about Ron Simmons was walking down the ramp and Michael Cole asked him to say it, say the line. We know that word. It's damn, obviously. He's like, it's Ron Simmons. I'm like, and eventually he goes, you need to say damn eventually. I'm like, oh god, that was like it was, that, was, that was like pulling teeth, and he ruined so he's ruined so many things over the years. Um, like he ruined it with uh, the infamous um, uh, match between The Miz and John Cena um, at Over the Limits, I want to say, in the I Quit match, uh, where they used the mic, they, they, they reenacted what happened with Mankind and The Rock, phone against the microphone, saying, I quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Booker T was then suddenly like, oh, I don't know, his voice, his head was kind of down, his sounded kind of muffled, like, Booker, you have just fucking given the whole story away. And for me, the person that should have put alongside Vic Joseph is no longer the company. And I'm coming to that. I'm gonna I was going to ask you about that. So and I they saw come to that in, in that Oh, that's coming later? Okay, yeah. all right. I, I was going to ask if you knew more about that. Um, talking about the pulling teeth thing, uh, with it reminded me of um, I probably a couple of years ago, uh, you interviewing Jackson for the Christmas Crackers, which then suddenly made me look at the date. I was like, oh, I wonder if he started working on Christmas Crackers yet. It's uh, less than, you've got two months until the first uh, I've one got a couple out. of slots to fill, but apart from that, it's, it's coming nicely. Okay. Oh, well, you're ahead of the game then. You've I need been, to be uh... this year. I need to be this year. <laughs> It just suddenly reminded me, and um, yeah, I, I guess there'll be a few changes because there's been a few a few different podcasts now on the network, of course, as well. There's there been, is, uh, there is. Some people who used to do podcasts, uh, Mason, <laughs> uh, some people who are new to the network as well. So yeah, it'll be, um, i got to start thinking about the Bad Cops alternative Christmas cracker then as well. Yes, maybe you should be a little bit more careful this year, so seeing as we haven't got alternative Queen speech this year. With a king there'll speech. be an alternate there'll be a king speech so an alter, a king speech and an alternative uh, I, king I, speech. I, I couldn't possibly tell you i'm, I, I'm not i've done the one yet that's a bad sore throat you suddenly had right yeah. now you should uh, <clears throat> yeah 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 mm. what about you sir what about your good cop in a week um this could have easily gone into the uh bad cop section as well but i i had a slot to fill so i was like oh <laughs> late that's friday what, night what, i suddenly realized i hadn't <laughs> 
<laughs> I hadn't filled in my good cop section. Um, just as I was going to bed last night, I saw something was trending on Twitter, which kind of caught my eye. And um, I actually missed this story. So um, hashtag MDK forever was uh, trending last night on Twitter. So obviously I recognized straight away, well, that's obviously Nick Gage. So I was wondering what was actually going on. And um, it sounds like um, that Nick Gage's career is coming to an end. Um, so I had to find, I was like, really? I was like, I, I, I haven't seen much of him this year. And then I found out that's the reason I haven't seen much of him this year. Um, he's had injuries. He's had issues going on. He knows he's towards the end of his career. Um, the last event that he appeared at, I believe, is uh, GCW's Homecoming. And after the main event between John Moxley and Effie, he came out and he said basically said all those things that he knows his career is coming to an end, but he wants one shot at Moxley's title. And Moxley said he will give it to him, but he needs to put his career on the line. So it's certainly set up perfectly for a storytelling. But um, the reason it's going to be the good cop moment is what a career he's had on the indies. Like if I ask Mason what his favorite moments will be, who's kind of stood out for him? Um, I know Nick Cage was definitely one of those people. Cage. Like when we, I'm sorry? You said Cage. Nick Cage, I apologize. I, it's a bad habit, which I thought I'd got out of. Um, if I ask those significant things that he saw, that, that was definitely one of them. Uh, PCO would be up there as well in terms of shifting his perception of what wrestling was like. It was very family friendly. It was WWE when we first started watching, very PG. And then suddenly you go to see these different matches and you see Nick Gage and Tim Donst beating the crap out of each other, which was very interesting. When you see the safety first, Tim Donst first, and that's what you know as a, the comedic character and didn't even realize that he was like a hardcore fighter. Um, getting to see those, getting to see, and there are certain moments that will stick with me for the rest of my life in terms of watching indie wrestling. But when we saw those light tubes come out, we did not know that that happened at indie event. We didn't even know that was a thing at that point. That, that was shocking to me. I remember got to remember, I didn't watch ECW or anything like that. Uh, but to see that live and up close, and it's like, oh my God. Fantastic career. Um, we've interacted with Nick Gage probably two or three times at different events. And I can't speak highly enough about the guy. But to have that little boy there who saw that guy in there and was super impressed meeting him in person he could not have been nicer like we talked to him at one point we're like hey do you have any eight by tens he didn't have any eight by tens like hey can we just get a photo with you uh, he's like, oh yeah absolutely let me come comes around leaves his merch table alone you get a couple of pictures with him same thing again didn't have one i think we managed to buy i don't know i think we bought a t-shirt or we bought a pin or we, we bought something but each time we kind of saw him and interacted with him just a really cool guy and that was kind of the thing that was going on on twitter People wanted to post um, their memories. If this is his last ever match, what were your memories of Nick Gage? And just a delight when you look through to see how many different people he'd impacted, um, the positive stories that are there. And this is an unusual one for me, Matt. I'm actually thinking I'm going to buy that pay-per-view. And actually, I'm not just going to buy that pay-per-view. I think I'm going to buy the combo package. You know I like a deal. Uh, it's $14 for day one. $14 for day two. Yeah. Um, bad cop moment. It says in the description on Fight TV, I I'm going to give you a little math question. So I want to give you a little heads up so you can start thinking and processing the numbers. Okay. So it's $13.99, but I'm going to say $14. Okay. $14 yeah. for day one, $14 for day two. It says if, if you buy both of them, you get a $4 saving. So how much would the combo pack be on that basis then? Matt? Should be $23.98. Uh, correct. I I exactly. It's $21.99. <laughs> 
<laughs> somebody somebody screwed up a little bit. Um, so My math is it's more than a four dollar saving. <laughs> so if you buy night one, which is fourteen dollars anyway, six dollars to get night two, you're only paying an additional eight dollars. Um, and those cards look good. It says it's from six until ten. Now I don't know if they put on a four hour show because I don't personally buy the GCW cards. Um, but there's a lot of matches in there that I saw that kind of really caught my eye. And I like John Moxley. I like Nick Gage. If it's his last match, I would like to see it. I'd hope that he's not going to do like a, a Ric Flair or a Matt Tremont's done multiple times already and then come back out of time. But um, I... Moxley was engaged for your final for, for that final match. Holy shit! Yeah, exactly. When when I saw that it was that price, I was like, oh, that's like ten dollars a thing. I was like, I, I, for that card, I was like, yeah. Is it on both nights? Or is it just on one night? It's on two nights. It's he, on he on one or two. Oh, sorry, Nick Gage is only on one night. Moxley's only on one night, as far as I can Do you know I which night with... they're on? Yeah, he's on night one. Mm. So it's Fair. tonight. That match is tonight. I actually looked, Matt. Mm. Um, Atlantic City is three and a half hours away. Um, there's only standing room only tickets left. Uh, it's $35. It's very possible if we hadn't have been... Re- and like I said, I saw this super late last night. This was like a quarter to midnight. If it hadn't, if I just spotted this a little bit earlier, I might have actually been asking, hey, Mason... Want to take a little trip up to Atlantic City? Mm. Hang around Atlantic City for the day. Go watch that. We can get a hotel overnight if necessary, and then come back. If I'd have spotted it earlier, that would have been something that was on that I probably and you know that kid would have wanted to. I I have a feeling he probably would as well. But there's there's a few things going on today. It's a little different, a little difficult. Jackson has an event that he has to go to. Uh, Mason has practice, but I I think he would have he would have probably blown off practice. But with other things going on, uh, we have a busy day tomorrow, so that's fair. Uh, Nick Gage, my good cop moment. Um, What a career! Uh, He transformed his life around. That that whole story is really interesting. But as as a wrestler, good cop moment. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about. him making impacts and what was your favorite Nick Gage match? Um, oof, I've, I've seen a, I've seen a couple of live. Um, so um, you probably remember when I was on um, take on um, Bang Bang a couple of weeks ago, Graham, a couple of months ago, at this point probably. Um, I actually mentioned seeing Nick Gage wrestle Swoggle. Um, of course, yeah. That was. I was trying to think who we saw him against in uh, in New Jersey, and I couldn't remember. We saw one of them, one of them was Swoggle, and one of them yeah. was a Christmas tree. Um, yes, barbed wire Christmas tree match. Oh, that reminds me. I got to look. That's my favorite wrestling memento. I got to look for my uh, bauble, and uh, that's the only thing that I, I demand did, goes on the I, Christmas tree. I did what you did, by the way, Grab at my fur at. Um, at the second um, CXW show back in April, by the way, um, they, they they got all the, they got all the action figures and threw them in the ring rather than thumbtacks. Yeah, and um, did a suplex onto them. The toys went everywhere, obviously, and <laughs> they collected all of them up, apart from a couple of little bits. And I happened to find one, and <laughs> it happened to be the WCW Nitro stage clip-on. Uh, it, it's somewhere. Uh, I'm not quite <laughs> sure where it is. But uh, I, I did that for sure. Um, I have to admit, I was a little upset when the Christmas tree was put away this year because I always get the bauble, I take it, and I put it in. I have a container, and it stays there. It's where my keys, loose change, everything goes. But I see that all the time. And this year, it was packed away. I was like, oh, my God. I was freaking out. I was like, if that gets broken. 
That's how much sentimental uh, value that that little warble has. Because I know that that was a Nick Gage match that we were at. And um, that it's irreplaceable as far as I'm concerned. That that, and that person match. that did that for me, that security guard, I was like, hey, can you get one of those? And Top guy for doing that. Like, he mm. didn't have to do that at all. But he, that was cool that he did that. that that's there's, a cool souvenir as far as There's been concerned. a lot of memories of New Jersey this week, Graham. I was wearing, I've been wearing my The Price is Right shirt. Um, uh-huh. again, and it's been nice. It's been nice to talk about New Jersey a lot. I'm mm-hmm. fair because Chris is to my left right now. He hates me saying it like New Jersey. So. Uh-huh. I think if I remember correctly, and I'm just trying to pull up my Facebook feed, um, I just posted something that had um the worst ten cities to move to this year, mm-hmm. and uh, Virginia made the top ten. Um, I Virginia have a feeling. Not a city. Uh, sorry, it's states. I apologize. I'm trying to multitask, which I'm not very good at. Um, yeah, number one, the least popular states to move to in 2022 from uh, CNBC.com. Uh, New Jersey is number one. Well, you did say, Graham, and it's on record on on ep- <laughs> on episode 35, Graham, um, that you were uh, that you could never that you could never work in the big city. Uh, yeah, that's true. I could not work in New- yeah in a city. I school, think I quote you as saying. Oh, look how rough that school is. I wonder what the kid's like there. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, you're afraid of a lot of shade, sir. You never met those kids. They're probably fine. Um, there's a lot of reputations. I, I know quite a few teachers. Uh, I know first-hand stories and second-hand stories and some third-hand stories, but there are multiple instances of people working there and are just struggling. This job is difficult enough as it is anyway, without adding in extra complications. It's easy, um, I know right? there's, a, there's a bonus if you work in London, actually, or there used to be. There used to be a stipend. If you worked in London, you got an extra, I don't know how many dollars it was or pounds it was. And I remember thinking at the time, I was like, that's a lot of money. And then I was like, oh, yeah, but what does it entail? And it was like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. But I do remember looking into it very early into my teaching career, probably around year three or year four. So long, long time ago. Fair enough, then, Graham. Right. Want to get onto a speed check? Yeah, I asked for, I asked for some leeway. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not setting the time. Good, because um, you were... First thing, Graham, is they've announced <laughs> that there's more uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, season four is in production. Oh, okay. um, I forgot that they did. I didn't write down the other day. I meant to um, the episode titles that are being t- tipped. One of them is the rise and fall of AEW. I'm like, how did they fall? Has Benny not not really fallen? But perhaps the, it's uh, getting ready. Perhaps they know something. Perhaps they know a future storyline. Right? Well, we don't know, that, sort of thing. Well, they've heard you mention that Tony Khan's got a bloated roster, so and that he doesn't have unlimited resources. So it, they might have got that straight from here, possibly. Very possible, Graham. Very possible. Um, but there's, there's a lot of good things on there, no doubt, because there's been, there's been some, oof, some some rough stuff, some rough stuff over the uh, over the years for that, for sure. Um, so much good stuff on SmackDown. Um, again, the match between Gunter and Sheamus was was brilliant. Again, um, I don't think there was a bad match on the cut on the, on the show. Shotzi Blackheart, her name was given as Shotzi Blackheart by Wade Barrett. Whether or not it actually is going, to, I mean, she was talking about Shotzi. I mean, but she's back on the TCB, back on the taking care of business tank, uh, as she should be. She should never had to take away from her. Triple H knows what people. Oh, Merch. It's all about merch. Silver tanks. Silver tanks. <laughs> um, um, 
I watched something on YouTube this week, Graham, from WWE. Um, small business superstar. I don't know if you've seen this video or not. I have Basically, not. Superstar turns up, sponsored by Cricket. Um, not sponsored by by them. Just feels that we should mention that they're sponsors of that of that little thing. Superstar turns up and does a shift at the business, and then presents. Them I thought f- you said they do a shit at the business to begin with. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, <laughs> possibly depending on what they had. Um, <laughs> and they give them a five thousand um, pound small business check as a well done for what you've been doing sort of thing. Okay. Um, and then they're invited to a WWE ring to learn a few bits and, bit, bit, moves, a few bits and pieces back and forth sort of thing. Uh, this one was Rey Mysterio. Um, he uh, gave back by helping a, by helping the chef in a Mexican fish truck in Vegas. So depending on uh, depending on how well the fish was cooked, Graham, they may well have needed to go for one. Right. <laughs> um, he, well, he that went... was good that they had Rey Mysterio there because I, mm. I think you saw the post, and it's kind of an old post anyway, but. Um... It was one of those British memes things. It's like, I can't believe I worked with somebody that accepted a £50 bill from the Bank of Mysterio. It's got Rey Mysterio's face where the Queen is. So he would have been able to spot that as counterfeit money pretty quickly. So that's, sure. that's good you have For people sure. like that. The brave thing is, though, he was very brave with Rey. Because oh, at the end of it, he was like, how he enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it. I learned a lot. I'm going to teach my wife how to cook now. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Rey, I... Wait. Andy is taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> he did say as a compliment, I might come back without the mask on. You won't know it's me. And um, I will, I, I'll buy from you. I would buy from you. He, and he also, he also talked about how family business is so important. It was obviously recorded before Dominic's heel turn. Yeah. Because he mentioned about um, Dominic following him into the business and this and never. And it was, it was actually a really, really good video. It's about, about eight minutes long. But it's really, really good. And um, I encourage you to check it out if you get a chance to. Um, the last thing, Graham, I'm sure you've got it on your speed check as well, is that apparently, it's not been officially confirmed, but apparently Soraya has been medically cleared. Okay, so I can scroll. I, I didn't mention it. I wanted to give you the chance to see if you were going to mention it because you uh, were kind of giving me some grief last week. Uh, but I did put, I haven't, I don't normally have a section that says after we've done the closing notes, but it did say Paige has been cleared by AEW doctor to wrestle PW uh, Guru reported this week. But so, I would like to point out something I noticed. Okay. It's obviously she threw hands with um, Britt Baker in, uh-huh. on Dynamite. And that's, that was great. First time she's done that in years, obviously. Mm-hmm. She didn't take any bumps, though. I am slightly no. concerned about, I mean, I'm granted that. She may be, she obviously had ring rust coming out of the wazoo. But yeah. if she was cleared, she'd be able to take a bump. And mm-hmm. if she doesn't take him right now, it looked like she's made of glass and they're protecting her too much. And if she can't take a bump, I mean, I know I was critical of Sting, but at least Sting is taking bumps. But And then some. Yeah. Soraya. To use her at her best, she's got to take bumps. Mm-hmm. I'm just concerned. That's all. Yeah. I did look. I did. I did out. I did do a bit of research into the medical guy who actually gradually passed her fear, and um, he ha- actually believes that aliens are real. He believes Roswell happened as well, apparently. So, um, mm. 
He also, oh, he, I believe certain things about Roswell happened as well. He's, he's also only licensed to practice medicine in Georgia and Florida. His license expired in all other states. Oh, okay. Not that it matters, of no. course, but he's the ringside doctor. It does clearly say that non-surgical after his name as well. Mm-hmm. You've also got to remember that. The, the, some of the some of the standards of doctors, uh, like we're, we're not talking about like Dr. Pepper or something, which is clearly fake. Well, uh, but if you remember a few years ago, the uh, doctor of the then president described him as the fittest president of all time. So there's definitely some... Uh, where were the guns with wife's, wife's head at the time? <laughs> so I don't know. Some of these people who get into that position, obviously they're not the most qualified, clearly, because that's clearly a lie. <laughs> there's no way in any way, shape or form that you could think that Donald Trump was in better shape than Obama, who used to run daily and do things like that. Yeah, there's a bit of him running around the White House with uh, exactly. Biden having to keep up with him. Uh, it... <laughs> Uh, exactly. But no, I thought it was good news. But yeah, you're going to jump the gun already. Like, they've just cleared her, and you're already having to go with her for not well, taking well, her. If she was not cleared... learn your lesson at all, but, but... I'm, I'm, still wait- I'm still waiting for an apology. I thought you were going to do that with, sorry, Graham, I was wrong. No, because at the time, she hadn't been cleared. <laughs> it was obvious she was going to be cleared. Yeah, Why? but until she was, really I'm not... They were bringing her back just to be a mouthpiece? Really? You are dumber than I thought you were. But I appreciate that, Graham. Can I say that, Graham? On that note, Graham, I would like to remind you of what you said on MGB episode six, Graham. Oh, my God. Okay, you're going to have to remind me. I'm struggling a little bit. When you were were introducing, when you were, like, waxing lyrical about me to (laughs) to the fans. Okay, now I know the episode. (laughs) You were were saying... You were saying, um, <laughs> how do you know this? Um, for, 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 our, for our guest, he's like Sato or Tony Riali on par- on Pardon Interruption. Graham, you not realise by now I've been, that, that I've I have a lot of knowledge. I do wing it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things that I shouldn't, Graham, okay? but I wing a lot. You're very good with facts, but you're not as good at interpreting things that are going to happen because that's something that's not a fact that requires that critical thinking. That's why I'm here. I can I can do some of that critical thinking. Um, when I said I was going to give you a little bit of leeway, I, I'll be curious to listen to how long that was over ninety seconds. That was that might have been closer to ninety minutes than ninety seconds. I was worried with some of my stuff because I was like, I'm going to go a little over. Jeez, if, I, if you're going to let me know ahead of time, I, I had some stuff I wanted to talk about, and I was like, no, he's not going to. He's not going to let me go that far over. All right, my good cop stuff. Um, PCO followed us this week, Matt. Um, randomly, we did not follow him. I, I saw it. I was like, oh, that's obviously not the real PCO. It's the real PCO. I, I have no idea why he followed us. Uh, we obviously followed him back. I did check. I was like, does MGB Graham? Does he follow MGB Graham? Does he follow MGB Mason? Because obviously we had that connection at Nova Pro a few years ago. No, nope, doesn't follow either of us. So um, I, I don't know why it happened, but PCO, if you're listening, thank you so much. That really made my day that you did that. Um, Ella J, I saw posted on Thursday, my full-time wrestling media work officially begins one week from today. I think it was obvious, and we knew at the time when we managed to get Ella J on last year, that that was somebody who was a star. I was very excited that she said yes at the time. And um, hoping next week, Matt, we haven't talked about plans for next week, Um I'm hoping I might get to be at the same venue that LJ's at. Uh, I've been talking about it for a long time. Capital Championship Wrestling in Delaware. Just it, Things just haven't fallen in the right place. I think this time it might actually happen. And if I remember correctly, I think I saw one of the events is uh, Sue Young 
versus uh, Shazza McKenzie. It's like, oh, I was looking forward to going any, but when I saw that one, I was like, uh, that might be one that I want to try and get to. So congratulations to LJ for that. Um, the latest Mission Pro Wrestling and the Capital Championship Wrestling uh, events. I watched them last week on Tidal, uh, Tidal Network. Fantastic. Uh, Danny Moe, I've seen her a few times live. Every time I see her, she's been really impressive. The last time I saw her live was actually at the MCW show where the Hardy Boys were at. But once again, really good. Uh, MJF versus Wheeler Utah did not disappoint. But the thing that I liked most about that match was actually the end of that match when he tried to shake his hand and he wasn't sure. But then they took Wheeler out and Stokely Hathaway comes in. He's got the ring on. He's getting ready to hit him in the face. And then Regal's like, oh, you want to do that? Gets the brass nooks on and comes into the ring and faces off with him. Love Regal. Uh, he can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. Likewise. Uh, Gunther and Sheamus I had just like you did as well um, I did see an announcement for next week LA Knight is back and it's the name LA Knight as well so no more Rene Dupree so there's one more change that Hunter's making that I'm happy about um, Max oh. Dupree oh what did I say Rene Dupree Rene Dupree has an amazing <laughs> YouTube channel with our good I friend James. I am well aware of that. The Dupree that I think of most is Rene, obviously, and I, that was the only part I can remember. That, but that's why that character was not familiar. Um, LA Knight is the person we like, or Eli Drake, or whatever. But well I'm excited done, Hunter. I'm excited that he's back in the ring. And the last one, I told you, I've been, I wanted to catch up on a bit of wrestling early this morning because I didn't want to make sure I didn't miss this. Um, Bound for Glory last night, from what I've seen, is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but in particular, the one that stood out the most for me was uh, Masha Slamovich versus Jordan Grace. Um, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I obviously can't do a, a chef's kiss, but I'll do a microwave expert's kiss. Ding! You dick. <laughs> that that was a pre-prepared line I had written down. Yeah, yeah. I was going to do chef's kiss, and I was like, "No, you're going to be upset with that." So I'm like, "I'm going to." No, I'm fine with that. I'm fine oh, with okay. that. <laughs> um, I've only seen um uh, bonus good. Well, as soon as you went way over, I can go way over as well. Um, I watched the highlights on YouTube, and then I saw it was actually produced by Impact Wrestling. They actually have 17 minutes of highlights to try and get you to buy the pay-per-view, which is like, well, that's not happening because it's a day old now. Uh, it's already gone. But within that 17 minutes, we didn't get to see any finishes, but I was quite happy looking up the results later online. But yeah, um, Mike Speedball Bailey as well. Phenomenal match against uh, Frank uh, Frankie Kazarian. Is that his name? Um, that that was really good as well. Actually, there was no match that particularly uh, disappointed. Uh, Mia Yim versus Mickey James. I actually thought that you were probably going to talk about Extreme Rules, and you were going to talk about the build-up to that and how that's looking kind of good. I have a feeling Extreme Rules is going to struggle to match Bound for Glory. I know Bound for Glory is like Impact's WrestleMania, but that card and those matches, WWE's got a lot to live up to tonight. It has. Mm -hmm. Or yesterday. It was. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, another day this couple there, sure. We, we, are you going to sound prophetic or we're going to sound pathetic? One of the two. I don't think Extreme Rules is going to be bad, but I, I just think that Bound for Glory absolutely crushed it. Well, I'm really glad that it did because heaven knows um, we, we all want to see good shows from all companies. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the good stuff, though, Graham, we've done all that. Let's go to some bad stuff. Do it. Good. 
All right. What you got? Right. I have a feeling that there's been a lot of bad stuff this week. This is my prophetic bit coming up. I have a feeling there's been, although it was some really good stuff, I have a feeling there was a lot of bad stuff lingering in there as well. There is bits and pieces, Graham. I've got to admit, I did actually struggle to find a main bad cop moment. Oh, okay. Um, but the one I'm going to go with, actually, is um, Sarah Lee, who passed away. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 30 years old. Um, one tough enough. Um, 2015. Um, quarter million pound contract was released a year later. It, it, it's terrible that she passed away. And obviously the tributes coming in were all amazing. I mean, Soraya did one. Um, you know, everyone um, in the wrestling industry seemed to know her. I know her was great. The bad cop is me, Graham. Oh? How so? I was like, who? I, I have to admit, I had the same thing because I didn't I didn't follow that show at yeah, that but, point. I wasn't but, watching wrestling, but I would have thought you would have known. Yeah. But that's the thing you see, Graham. I was like, and I've read, I've read, I've read the post. I'm like, okay, okay, that is understandable. Okay, we didn't really get tough enough here at the time, but network was in its infancy still at 2015. So, yeah, it was it was it was not easy to get. But anyway, I felt bad that I didn't know. Okay, so obviously my condolences to all the family. Um, what amazed me though is Graham is that obviously. When I've come to America and everything, I use I've obviously fixed my phone. I use the BBC news, news website to get all my news because that's what I always do. In America, you get all the adverts and everything on it because it's weird like that. America's weird. But again, in the UK, it's weird. But it was third or fourth item down the main headlines on the UK news. And I was like, UK news or UK wrestling news? No news, as oh, wow. in Ukraine, Ukraine war. Um, the Thailand issues, um, the cost of living crisis, Sarah Lee passes away. I'm like, what? I mean, it's really back on me because, like, was she a bigger deal than I remember? Because I don't remember. Mm. It's, not, um, it's not me, it's not me hating on her. I need to make that very, very clear. But it really is back on me because. She, I don't know why it was so. I mean, it, it was big news in the wrestling world. Obviously, it was. Yeah, but it was mainstream news, and I don't know why. Um, Antonio Noki dying wasn't front page news on Beauty Web. Sorry, hmm. it felt a bit odd. Obviously, both terrible tragedies, but very, very odd. So yeah, back yeah. on the week because I'm confused more than anything. It yeah, it does seem kind of a strange one. I, I think for me, having talked about last week, like when the when or whenever we talked about it, like when the queen died, like were you shocked? I was like, no, she was like ninety six, like she she had a long life, and obviously same with is it Anoki? I, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Yeah, I apologize. yeah. Okay. Um, same with Anoki. Like he, it wasn't a big surprise in terms of his age. Like that's. Kind of one, certainly when it's a somebody who's thirty years old, that's definitely considered way more of a of a tragedy. So I'm wondering if that's part of it. I'm also wondering if it's part of the fact that she was more a 
a reality star than a wrestler. Uh, people tend to know reality stars perhaps better than they know wrestlers. So I, I wonder if that's one of the reasons why that got more recognition. Um, I will admit as well that when I saw that Inoki died, I didn't know exactly who he was either. I didn't know his whole history. So I had to go back and read up on some of that stuff as well. Yeah, uh, but, but I didn't know who Sarah Lee was either. So, mm. so Yeah, that's a bad moment a week, Graham. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's uh, partially on me, partially because I don't understand um, it's intra- It's really interesting to me that you chose that as your main bad cop moment because we were talking off air and I was like, there's no way you have the same moments that I have. Um, but the parallels from what you've just said are kind of spooky. Um, I actually had quite a few things and I'm going to ask you for a little bit of leeway. I'm going to tie a few of these together. Um, so the of first, course. my original bad cop moment was it was going to be about Havoc. And there was a couple of stories that came up um, from listening to different podcasts so one of them was, first of all, Great Wrestling Perspectives podcast is back on. I haven't heard those guys in forever. Great to hear Dennis Farrell, of course. Um, Jessica Havoc, she talked about, um, she was asked a question about her early days of wrestling and her intergender matches. And the attitude of some of the male wrestlers was absolutely ridiculous. Like she would have to go approach them and like, look, how are we going to do the match? And some of the guys would be clear, like, I don't want to wrestle you. I don't want to wrestle a woman. I don't give you any, I don't give you any credence for this. This match is dumb. Um, asking how they're gonna do the match, and they're like, I'm not calling the match. And just the attitude absolutely stunk. And I was like, well, this is clear. It sounds like it's getting better, but there are still instances of when this happens, which it was it just not just not good. Just not good. Um, the second havoc that came up was the aforementioned uh, Luna Havoc. Um, who's an indie wrestler as well. And um, I, I'm not sure which organizations, to be honest. Uh, I can't give you specifics for that one. But she mentioned multiple times when it's when she's talked to when she's talking online with people, the disrespect that she receives from male people who are commenting, basically saying, your opinion about wrestling doesn't matter because you're a woman. And the comment was, and we're in 2022. I'm like, this is this is not like the Jessica Havoc, when we're talking probably 10, 15 years ago, this was 2020. So it just started off with the kind of the theme that things that women were reporting was going to be my bad cop moment. And the third part of this, which is kind of the new main cop bad cop moment is, um, it's also about Sarah. And um, it's not about a death, but it's about an imminent death. Now, you're going to have to allow me a little bit of leeway. I, I talked about this before. I don't always want to talk about wrestling. Sometimes if there's things I want to talk about, I think we've done enough episodes that we can go off task a little bit. I think you know that probably my bigger passion is baseball. One of the people who I'm fascinated with on Twitter, somebody who I follow very closely, she has the most interesting stats of anybody, is uh, Sarah Langs. And um, she reported this week, I'm going to read, this hit me way harder than I expected. I I didn't see this one coming at all. Um, I guess, first of all, actually, I had a question I wanted to ask you, Matt. I'm kind of deviating from my notes all over the place. Um, I know you have a good general knowledge on sport anyway. What do you know about Lou Gehrig? Lou Gehrig? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Baseball? Nothing by the sounds of it. Baseball? It it is baseball, yes. Uh, He was a a famous New York Yankees player. He held the record for the most consecutive games at the time. Oh! Oh, I've heard he's a fighting The Iron Horse, wasn't he? The Iron Horse, correct, yeah. And he had that nickname because he was super strong. 
And um, like he had that consecutive games record. He played about 15 years in a row without missing a game. Just like the perfect physical specimen, a long-term player, great player, batted behind um, get Babe Ruth. And um, and then one day his career, his um, streak ended. He took himself out of the list. Something wasn't quite right. He was missing balls that he wasn't supposed to. The thing, I, The reason I was asking you was, I thought that you might have heard of Lou Gehrig's disease. And if you remember the ice bucket challenge from a few years ago, hey, that was, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so it's, it was Lou Gehrig's disease. It's now ALS. And um, obviously it's affected some wrestlers as well. Last year it was announced, um, I think it's, is it Steve McMichael? Uh, yeah. um, Mungo, I think that was his nickname. Um, he had it as well. So anyway, um, Lou Gehrig was born on in June 1903. Um, he played his last game when he was only 35 years old. He was diagnosed with ALS on his 36th birthday, and then he died in 1941. It was like 18 months later. So basically, it's it's a death sentence. That's a bad um, th- there's no recovery from it. It's a horrible disease. And the reason that I'm mentioning it is, this was the tweet from Sarah Langs this week. Uh, she said, before anyone sure to be incredible, postseason highlights begin. The baseball season's kind of wrapping up now. We get into the main event, as it were. Uh, I have something I wanted to share. And then this was the quote. If you've heard me on a podcast or show lately, something might have sounded a bit off. I wanted to share what I've been dealing with to help allay any questions and concerns. I have ALS. I'm so grateful for my amazing support system, family, friends, and my baseball community. So many have gone to unimaginable lengths to help me, leaving me speechless. I'm still me, and for the postseason and all, one thing that no disease can take away from me is baseball. I'll be watching, researching, writing, and talking baseball. I'm still me, not stopping, and so honored and grateful to get to do what I love. All I ask is that you consider giving others grace. Not me, but the next person you encounter where something seems amiss. You never know what others are dealing with, trust me. Here's an epic postseason. Baseball is the best. Matt, I, I can't even begin to tell you how hard that hit me this week. I, I did not see that come in. This is somebody who I couldn't find the exact age. I think she's only 32. That, that was the closest I could get on Twitter. And to be given a death sentence in probably less than two years, she will probably get to see this World Series and the next one in a year's time. But that's probably the dude. It, I, I, I'm, I'm, it hit me so hard that life is so short. And um, somebody in apparently in the prime of their life, like I'm an old fart, I know that. Somebody in, the, somebody in the somebody in their early 30s, like that, that that's that's shitty. Jackson even talked about on JGB that he missed the original ice bucket challenge and he said he wanted to do it. And we were like, yeah, yeah, you can do it. And we've never done it. And um, I, I think that's something that we we probably are going to want to do. Um, it, just a, an absolute horrible disease. Um, no end in sight for it. But yeah, I think it's something that I wanted to raise the issue of it again. Absolutely. It was just it just sucked. That was to me. That was. I know it wasn't wrestling, but it was like, man, it's something I wanted to talk about. And yeah, I'm. When you talked about that death of Sarah, I was like, oh shit! I can't believe the the parallels there. The fact that I wanted to talk about the upcoming death of Sarah as well. But hey, bringing the downer on the show. But it was something I wanted to talk about. Mm. Well, well, there was there was a very famous person who uh, passed away not so long ago, who had ALS. Um, made it past 70. Mm-hmm. Stephen Hawking. Oh, of course. I always um, forget that that's that he had ALS. Yeah. Mm. 
that's I really think, strange how he managed to survive so yeah, long. Like that's a, doctors were missed. Doctors, even to this day, he still don't know how he did it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. that's good for. But you know, they good for him uh, on that side of things. I mean, it must have been hell. It must have been hell. As if they have a finger for that side of things. I mean, I complain about my my calves cramping up on me a little bit. I think some people would give anything for that. I, I will tell you, when I injured my ankle about, again, for like a third time about five years ago, um, when I was on, because I was on crutches that time and it was much longer. Yeah, I, I could, and obviously I, within those six weeks, I, I'm like, I gained weight and I could just see it. I can see, I can see how it happens now. Once you lose your mobility, that, that just changes everything. It, it, it makes such a big difference to you. You don't have that same uh, lifestyle. You don't have the, just being, just being able to walk. Oh my gosh, you you don't really appreciate those simple pleasures until they're taken away from you. So I know with your injury right now, when you couldn't do what you wanted to do, that make it, it's yeah, it, it's everything. It's everything. You help. Whew. All right, everyone's turned off now. Yeah. We don't even need to record anything. We've just been a total doubter on this. I'm uh, I'm giving you the impossible task of trying to turn this around. All right, give us some light-hearted uh, bad cop moments in our school. Yeah, I don't know if, if I can. can. That's like Graham, but I'll do my best show. <laughs> okay, um, I mentioned earlier, Nigel McGuinness has left WWE. Why was he not the guy to go to NXT? Yeah. That was what I was going to ask you. I don't know. I don't know why um, he was he was really quietly. It was the big hoo-ha, so I'm guessing it was a decision that came together between them sort of thing. It's a shame. It's a shame. But future but... good cop, future good cop moment when he becomes a commentator on Ring of Honor. Could happen. Could happen for sure. Um, Bailey has offered a tag team title shot to Toxic Attraction. Um, bad cop vote, Graham. Graham's asking why. I explain why, Graham. Uh, they're on NXT. They have their own women's tag team championship. Unless they're bringing Toys Attraction to SmackDown or Raw, Graham, why? They already have. They've already appeared. Not permanently. It appeared one-off. Not permanently. No, obviously. Well, unless they're bringing them to permanently, Graham, I don't They've get seen one. the reaction. That's why they're bringing them back. Oh, my gosh. Explain but, for the slow one. In the no, back. they're going to NXT to wrestle on there, Graham. Bailey's not going to go to NXT. She has. She, she's on her Twitter feed. Okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah, so this I, is I a bad cop. I don't, I don't see it's how bad you cop. this. It's not bad cop. It's, it's good. It, You're getting cross promotions. No, it's, it, it's bad, Graham, because you didn't get two women's tag team championships on the same brand. That's overloading of, t- of titles, in my personal opinion. Let's see combine the titles. But then that's fair. But it just seems a little bit convoluted at the moment. Max, I want to see that match. Maybe. We'll wait and see. Maximum male models, Graham. Uh-huh. Um, they're That's now faces, right? They're, they're now faces. Uh huh. I don't like it. Okay. The, whole, the whole, you know, all this posing and all that sort of stuff, all that crap. That's bona fide heel work. Come on, guys. What are you doing? I just don't get that one. I don't get it. Apparently, faces. I just don't understand it. Um, and Something else which popped up is that um, something which could have a big effect, actually, in not just video games, but in movies, TV, everything, to be fair, Graham, print, whatever. Someone recently um, won 
the uh, right to have their tattoos not be a video game. The uh, tattoo oh. artist behind Randy Orton's tattoos, her name is Catherine Alexander, claims that Take-Two, who did the, the, the video games, used her designs without permission. A US jury found she's entitled to compensation and awarded her $3,750 in damages. Hmm. This is awkward because the tattoos are on Orton's body. Therefore, they're part of his image. But they're her design. Yeah. Legally, um, we may end up seeing people having to cover tattoos up permanently. That would kind of defeat the purpose, but yeah, but that's the problem. Yeah, that's mm. that's, that's, well, I assume you'll have a you'll sign a waiver. You might have to pay a little more, perhaps. But but that's free. Be... That's three thousand seven hundred fifty dollars for that instance. Yeah, this seems a little weird to me. I think Randy Orton could afford to pay that just to. Well, I dare say Randy could, but yeah. Randy got to pay it. WWE had to had to pay it. Good, they got plenty of money. Maybe so, Graham, but it just it does start to set a precedent. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because think, yeah, of, absolutely. Think, think of all the people in not just WWE but AEW, Impact, Ring, Ring of Honor. They have a video game come down the line. Mm-hmm. People, some, some, and even smaller companies for that matter. Say, for example. Um, Oh, bad. Um, think of an indie wrestler that you love, Graham, has got tattoos. An indie wrestler that I love that has tattoos. Are you, you're asking the person who is just terrible with details on things like that. Well, um, I'm sure Nick Gage has tattoos. So well, for exa- Nick- well, Nick Gage, for example, yeah. Say, for example, he's got a tattoo which is very visible, very clearly visible. Turns mm-hmm. out, at an indie show, for example, it's filmed, it's available for, for, for produce on DVD, for example. For DVDs anymore, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, that work has been used and has been shown with and been duplicated, lack of a better term, without permission. They can sue them for that, under that. Now, I think it's a little... Okay, I'm confused by this. This rule doesn't make any sense to me. Now, wrestling's a bad example, but if we were to, to extend this to, like, a TV show... Yep. So if you're wearing something that's got like a Nike logo on it, or sorry, a Nike logo for you, Matt, so you understand, um, you then have to pay them because you're using something that they designed. Like wrestlers, obviously, most of the time are semi-naked, so it's a little bit different. It just sounds like I don't see how that would work. So if you're wearing a pair of Levi's, you got to pay Levi's some money as well. Like, are you wearing a baseball cap like you're wearing right now? you got to play uh, Puma. The case states, and this was filed four years ago, granted, four years to settle this case. Five okay. tattoos, which are tribal tattoos, skulls, a Bible verse, and a dove and rose were her original designs. Did uh, and Jesus put in the sue for the Bible quote? Do not even get like... me started, Graham, on that one. She claimed WWE <laughs> off contacted her. They did contact her offering to pay uh, okay. to you design, yes. and she turned it down. Okay. So is this because it's a video game, not the show? So you, you can wear them on, like, uh, SmackDown, then? At the moment... Okay, but that could change. Oh gosh, this sounds like this is. The court be, was uh... told she did not grant any permission to to copy, duplicate, or otherwise use or reproduce any of the plaintiff's designs. So that that could be posters, autographs. If you like, eight by tens, Graham. Mm-hmm. That's um, I think the, I 
think you're you're doing the editing. If if the episode if the title name for this episode is not like the longest uh, speed checks ever, I'm going to be a little disappointed. Um, I don't know if you Hell saw yes. the the title for last week's episode would not have meant anything except for for me and you. So last me. week's episode was titled um, "Good Co- uh, Good Hat Moments" or "Good Hat Moments and Bad Hat Moments Not Included" or something. Good hat, and bad I deleted, hat. I deleted, no idea. I deleted the segment when I was talking about a situation with my mom and uh, Meghan Markle's hat. I, I deleted that whole segment. Oh! I, I did not include that. So I that conversation, that conversation that we had, it never made it into the show. But I, I, I think I just mentioned. Seems I just mentioned what today's title will be. I just wanted to mention that because I didn't know if you'd picked up on it or not. No, not at all. Not at so all. That was just one of our little gems that we managed to share. Fair enough, Graham. What about you, Van Graham, for your shortest speech? Well, considering that speech check was so long, mine's probably totally out of date now, but let's have a look. Um, dynamite tickets. I talked about that I might go to DC. It was possible. Um, as I looked, um, I think it was on Tuesday, because Wednesday we had the day off, like I said. Um, t- cheapest ticket I could find was $150, so um, we didn't go. Um, ironically, the tickets last night for Rampage were only about $20, so <laughs> that was actually reasonable. Uh, we didn't go because actually Mason and I signed up for a flu shot. Apparently, yes. there's um, a really virulent um, uh, type of flu going around right now in our schools. So um, somebody, I think um, one of my wife's uh, co-workers, I think they had, um, I think it was their child and had COVID and then they had the flu. And the comment was that the flu was worse than having COVID. I was like, Ooh, well, I know I have the, va-. but that might be because they had the vaccine for COVID. That might've been. So I was like, Hey, I, I don't want to get sick this time of year. So we, we went and took care of that straight away. So we didn't go. Um, Extreme rules. I talked about, I might be going to that last week when I looked, Matt, tickets were about $50 for the upper thing. And I was going to say, hey, let's see. As you get closer to the time, those will come down in price, right? Cheapest seat now is 150 So, yeah, I will not be at Extreme Rules tonight, unfortunately, either. So $21 to watch Nick Gage sounds like a much better deal to me. And um, I wanted to mention this earlier, but I stayed off it. So I can't remember what you said exactly, but in terms of, oh, Booker T giving spoilers. So um, I want to tell you, so I, I watched AEW highlights this week um, yeah. on YouTube. This was the name of the. So normally they'll just say like it's I don't know John Moxley versus Hangman Page, right? Or Hangman Page beats up John Moxley or something like that. And um, this is the title of the video this week: Soraya has something to prove, and Willow gets the pin. Um, that was the name of the video. Why would you spoil the ending on a video? Like that makes no sense. Like the video is only about four minutes long anyway. But why wouldn't you just mention that Willow features in the match? I've never seen anything like that. That was more of a, this is, I'm going to steal Rob's comment, UTT Rob's comment here. That was a WTF cop moment there. I was like, why? Why would you put that? And um, sure enough, Willow did get the pin. But, uh, if, yeah. she, if she had that point, that would have won her worse. <laughs> but, <laughs> I guess so. But bad cop moment, like, Why? That just doesn't make any sense. I've never seen anyone do that. This is the a. This is not like some random person posting a video and like spot. This is on the AEW's page. Yeah, it, AEW did it. WWE sometimes still do it on there as well. Oh, they do. Sometimes it has happened. Oh, wow. off, top, off the top of my head, Graham. Oh, let me. While you're looking for something, let me tell you. I think it was the Raw highlights this week. You know, the top ten. It used to be like five minutes, and I mentioned it had gone up to like eight or nine minutes. I think it was 13 and a half minutes this week. They're, they're getting some serious uh, stuff in there. You're going to get to see some actual... I don't know why they don't do that anyway, because they post like little two-minute videos all over YouTube anyway. So it makes sense to kind of collate them into a, a bigger, better quality package. But 
good cop moment for them for doing that. For example, with, for example, here you go. Um, Legado de Fantasma and Zelina Vega launched a sneak attack on Hit Row. You told exactly everything. But I think that's a little different. That's not the end of the match, though. But that it wasn't the match. Of the whole uh, segment. Okay. I, I kind of see where you're coming from, but I don't think that's the same as giving the match away. That's that's like, that's, I, I don't know. I think I want to know why am I watching that particular match? Oh, because there was a sneak attack. That, I think that I, I can understand a little bit more, but to give the result away of a match, that, that, I, that I don't get. Let's see what we missed, Matt, because we obviously talked about some very side issues this week. Let's get to our fan cop moments. Good! All right, I'm starting off with at UTT Rob, uh, hashtag good cop moment, a documentary about Brit wrestling on BBC One. It's on now, but I'll watch it later, he says. Uh, bad cop moment, Sammy and Andrade, yet more trouble backstage at AEW. Yes. And his, w- his WTF cop moment, Ric Flair thinking about wrestling again. <laughs> and then an extra good cop moment, four British guys in the main event on NXT, and we even got a Les Kellett lariat. It was, it was kind of fun. It was kind you of fun. You want to talk about Sammy and Andrade? Um, like you wanted to chime in. Uh, Sammy, Sammy and a few other people have actually told Andrade to, and I'm quoting here, to fuck off back to WWE we belong. I think that's what he wants. So it sounds like there's an easy solution there. Well, then Tony Khan needs to grant him his release. Mm-hmm. But he won't. <laughs> oh, I did see um, Moxley signed a five-year contract with AEW. Good for Moxley. Mm-hmm. He clearly has found his niche, so absolutely good for him. Good for him. That's kind of a long. That's a long deal, I think, for wrestling. I'm kind of surprised. Mm. Like, and the uncertainty. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, you could think a three year contract would be perfectly I, good, but to mind you, take us on a ten year deal in 2020. Oh, actually, I just remembered. It's not just for wrestling though. It's also um, a mentorship and also a training thing as well. So they're already. Kind of looking at, I guess, that trend. How old's Moxley? Late 30s? Oh, now you're asking. I don't know. Off the top of my head. Okay. I'm going to guess 37. It's hard to... <laughs> so I guess by the end of that time, he probably would be looking he to make He is his 36 years old, Graham. He's just 36. Okay. So, yeah. You can see once he starts to get to around 40 mm. that you'd be looking for perhaps not wrestling as much and perhaps helping continuing in that industry. So, yeah, I don't think it's a bad deal. All right. Mm. Who you got? Saipow, HCP Words. Good cop being invited on RSHW to uh, talk the fallout of Extreme Rules. Bad cop, AW Dynamite. And he's a big AW fan. No Omega, Bucks, etc. Me, my wife, and the daughter have all lost interest in recent months. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they're AW super fans, guys. There's plenty of other things that go on besides those guys. Jeez, yeah, they do have they do have a certain. But to be fair, they do love the Bucks and Omega. So uh, okay, I get they haven't been gone that long, guys. They've been gone for like four weeks, if that. So yeah, that yeah. Uh, I'm perfectly okay with that. But hey, everyone has their favorites. I understand. Uh, at Jeremy in time seven two one good cop extreme role. Uh, sorry, extreme rules are shaped up to be one of the most hyped and anticipated shows of the year. But it won't be as good as Bound for Glory. That was my comment at the end. And Bad Cop, uh, Andrade and Sammy Guevara. A common theme, I think, this week. Yeah, just to clarify, Jeremy said one of the best. Not the best, one of the best. And, uh, okay, as, a, and as a B pay-per-view for WWE, it certainly does sound like it is back to business, as it were. Yeah, I mean, the first... I can't. Last one was thoroughly enjoyable. They've been very careful with their, um, with their 
promoting of the uh, of the women's ladder match for titles um, because they've been saying for the first time in Raw and I know Raw and SmackDown um, first time in Raw and SmackDown history a women's title match can happen next year already. Um, just in time to no no, no 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 you misunderstood what I was saying. The ladder is going to be shorter apparently. It's going to be what? ten feet instead of the standard twelve feet. So then they were like, well, how are they going to reach it? And then so then it was like, uh, duh, you just hang it a little bit lower. Like It's not that... If it's a two-foot shorter ladder... As long as uh, you the same for both it, of them, fine. You just make it two foot lower as well. Like, I, this is not really an issue, but... Not really, I thought that no. was funny that people thought that would be a problem. Like, how are they going to reach it? Like, you can choose a longer piece of rope to hang it from. Absolutely. Yeah. Feel like change something. But in any case, yeah. Uh, just in time, 2 one, one. Uh, Best cop, extreme rules. Worst cop, more AW drama. See, it's not just an arena the problem. The backstage stuff is starting to get a little bit tiring now, isn't it? Um, I'm going to go chat, grapple, and cheat pops because I'm actually getting a shout-out in this one. Uh, good cop, extreme rules. Bad cop, Sammy. Need I say more? Um, I thought it was Sammy Zayn when I first read it, and I was like, yeah, you do need to say more. And then I realized when I saw some of the... Guevara. Oh, he's talking about Guevara. Uh, great cop, Arsenal smashing the piss out of Spurs last weekend. And even better cop, Graham's special delivery of British goodies. Did William Regal bring them back for you? Um, alas, he did not. But yes, I am working my way through some uh, British treats, some that I'm familiar with and some that I have not been familiar with. Uh, Matt, the one I've tried so far is uh, Smarties Buttons. They kind of caught my uh, interest. They're good. Oh, <laughs> that bag is not lasting as long as I hoped it would. They're really good. The boys have already started on their Freddo bars as well. Nice. I think I'm going to have a pot noodle for lunch as well. Graham, I need to ask you a question. Can you repeat the great cop moment, please? Uh, Arsenal smashing the piss out of Spurs last weekend. And they'll get the piss smashed out of them this weekend, just saying. <laughs> okay, at Dan Griffin 21, good cop moment. 1PW, GCW, Impact, and WWE all had, slash have, absolutely banging cars this weekend. Variety available is incredible. And that is true. For variety yeah. for everyone. If you want something like Bound for Glory, you absolutely knock yourself out. That's some amazing stuff there. Uh, if you want something a bit more mainstream, as it were, then Extreme Rules will be right up your street. I dare say it won't be as extreme as it would have been in previous one by, but it'll be good, I'm sure. Uh, Bad Cop, another AEW locker room scrap. Seems to be a serious lack of man management. What they need is a PE teacher, Graham, to go with a whistle and just break it all up. <laughs> Um, high five Tom hashtag good cop moment this week's episode of Dark Side of the Ring on Memphis um, I'm assuming that's not the channel Memphis I'm assuming it's about Memphis wrestling Memphis have um, wrestling yes best cop moment impact wrestling bound for glory hopefully oh you can nail it Graham can Graham can vouch you nailed it good call okay. high five Tom okay and Dave Pazewski, uh who is spectacular because we are of course now in October where's the year going Graham it's going be Christmas soon um Best cop, the White Rabbit. Yes, the White Rabbit gets revealed at Extreme Rules. Is it going to be Bray? If yes. It's, if it's not Bray. <laughs> if it's not Bray. At this point, who could be... Okay, who could be bigger than Bray Wyatt at this point? To come back. Um, the only other thing that I could... Um, that would kind of be... Would satisfy me instead of Bray Wyatt would probably have to be uh, Roger Rabbit. 
Cody? And then they started using anim- animation and wrestling with people like that and having a totally bizarre match. That 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 would probably be the only thing that would work. What about Cody? Cody Rhodes? Mm, he's out he's without injured because he's holding a cell. Uh, hey, who knows? Hey, if who Hunter, knows? whatever Hunter's going with right now, I'm I'm it's I'm working. Trusting, I'm, I'm it's working. It, it's gonna work. So yeah, whatever is happening. People interested in it. Previously, it would have been like, oh my God, this is Vince. This is going to be stupid. Now it's like, hey, it's Hunter. It's always going to be, everything's going to be good. And it's not great when you can actually, you're not worried about like, oh, this is going to suck. You know that it's going to be good. So yeah. Uh, Yeah. When he says drama, does he mean drama in the wrestling world? I think the drama. I think the I think the Sammy the Sammy Andrade drama, which it seems to be a running theme. I didn't include it because I saw the messages and I thought we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always a good one. Sometimes it's like, well, I can save time and uh, I could just leap on with what other people said. All right, once again, thank you to everyone for responding. I think it was a little less than twenty four hours this time because I actually forgot a little bit. Oops. Uh, keep an eye out next week and we'll post something similar. All right, Matt, I actually messaged you. I said, um, would this be a good idea for an open agenda? And uh, you said, absolutely. So the he's already forgotten what it is, probably, then. Drop uh, a memory? I'll jump in. <laughs> he has no idea. I said yes to something. <laughs> so I, I could pick that. any topic that I like and totally throw you under the bus at this point. You um, could, it was the announcement up. over the weekend that, as of Monday, so the Monday that's just passed, there would be the release of a, a Happy Meal for adults in the US. Yes, this was last week. So um, you get, it's a choice of either a 10-piece nugget meal or a Big Mac meal. And it comes in the traditional Happy Meal box. Uh, you get a toy with it. And I was like, oh, I could get one of those easily on Monday. Uh, the boys wanted it in on it as well. I was like, it's an adult Happy Meal, not a kid's Happy Meal. Um, and I said I could review it, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, it was on sale on Monday. And no, I didn't buy it. And a bad cop moment on me, Matt. You said that you didn't. There was you earlier that you felt bad that you didn't notice about Sarah Lee or whatever. All right, here's my embarrassing one. I had never noticed that the handles on the Happy Meal are the Golden Arches. <laughs> I had when I read that, I was like, "Oh yeah, they are." Like I know I'm not very good. I know I'm not very good with attention. You are a father of two children. You have bought countless Happy Meals. I know. I never noticed that. I just thought it's a cute handle. I'd never know. Like, I I noticed the red. I noticed that it looked like the actual building. I noticed that part, but I had not noticed the handles with the golden arches. (laughs) (laughs) That's really bad. I I shared that. I I saved that because I knew that you would... uh, want to know about that gaff in particular. Now, the question is then, Matt, why did I not purchase this? Well, the reason I didn't purchase it was I looked it up. I was like, okay, so what do I get exactly? Like, how is this different from a Big Mac meal? And there's none. The literal only difference is you get a toy and you get the box. That's it. And it worked out an extra about $2.50. So I'm like, I'm not paying $2.50 for a toy that's worth 50 cents. So I didn't do it. And actually, as I looked later in the week, I saw other people who'd reviewed it and they said the same thing. I bought it and I was disappointed because basically I paid $2.50 for a toy. And uh, that was it. Jackson was like, well, you should get it because it'll be a collector's item. <laughs> like, There's going to be millions of these things. Um, I know it's only for a limited time. All right, Matt shaking his head. So you do think it's worth $2.50 for a McDonald's toy? 
Graham, you talk to somebody here who knows a thing or two about collecting toys, all right? Uh-huh. Okay, when I was at EGX a couple weeks ago, Graham, there was there was like toy there was obviously a like massive retail section. You could buy dice and you could buy DM screens. They had a whole they had literally a bucket of Transformers action figures. There was a bucket of just Power Rangers Zord bits. Um, and these, bearing in mind, I'm aware of what you're doing there, Graham, but some of these were like half a toy. Uh-huh. And they were being sold for 10, 15 pounds at a time, and people couldn't hand their money over fast enough. Mm-hmm. Graham, so, what is, what is, what is worth then. nothing now could be worth something a lot down the line. Let me ask you a question then. So if tonight I decided that I wanted a Big Mac meal, I was yeah. like, I've got a real hankering. I actually haven't had a Big Mac in over a year. Uh, it's something I like occasionally. If I was to get a Big Mac meal then, would I be, would you advise me to actually buy the Happy Meal and then next time I see you, sell you the toy for $2.50? I'd buy it. Saying that... I'd buy it. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm not saying that I am definitely going to do that. But if it it was just one of those especially because especially because Graham, they're not coming to the UK. Okay, all right. They're only available in like three states. So if I could get the four different ones, then if Mm. I was to buy four of those meals, and I could guarantee they had four different toys, I think it was as a set, it would be worth even more to you, right? Probably if I could get four different ones. Apparently, apparently, employees are getting stressed out by number of people who have filed in to get a limited supply of them. There was only a limited supply of them, Graham. Mm-hmm. I better perhaps not sleep on them then. After For all. limited edition box and toy, Patty, you're going to get it from Cactus Plant Flea Market. That That's the brand that they're going with. Oh, so hold on. If I do get it then, do you want the box as well? Legit. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it can, I'm sure it folds apart and then mm. it'll be. I'm I'm while we're on this, Graham, feel for time mm-hmm. for a moment while I quickly just quickly check on eBay. Oh, I, I was actually, I thought that's what you were doing, actually. I was like, oh, he's looking, I know how your mind kind of works. Once you go to your phone, I'm like, what's he doing? I was like, I bet he's looking up on eBay to see how much they actually are. I actually wondered the same thing myself, but I, I was wondering while I was driving, and I didn't actually look. Okay. Adel More than has- 250 clearly. They're going to be, I'm going to guess probably about $6. Sealed. Um, okay, so I'm going to go for, I'm going to sort by um, highest price. So this is the highest price. <laughs> All four, they've got all okay. four together, Graham. Uh-huh. 45 bids on this, by the way. Jeez. 45 bids. Hopefully the starting bid was like one cent or something. Hopefully. I, I don't right. I don't I don't know if I can find that out or not, Graham, what the, what okay. the first bid was. Um can they say uh, no. But the current the current bid standing and we're, we're at three days, 18 hours to go. The bid currently stands at five hundred and fifty-one dollars. <laughs> Oh my god! And that right, is so very, it's... and that's not a joke. That is legit. All right, so on a that's serious opened. note, then, and that's opened. It's not unopened. It's opened. All right, on a serious note, then the the reason there's no devil's advocate around this week is uh, I'm ending the show right now. I'm going to <laughs> McDonald's. I'm asking for four, and I'm asking for one of each toy. And uh, screw you guys. I don't love you that much. No devil's advocate this week. All right, be good to talk to you. We're out of here. Bye. No, 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 no. <laughs> Holy cow, that's insane. Who is spending 500? And there's so obviously people are bidding against each other. There's this, multiple this people who think it's worth was, more than three. This is uh-huh. what was happening when I was at, at um, okay. Epcot. All right, I might not be able to get all four different ones. Can you just find like the price for one? 
Yeah. Just go for one and tell me what the highest bid is. So perhaps my evaluation of two fifty for a toy was woefully inadequate. What one, I didn't realise it was only available in three states. So I one with that. bids or not? With bids, yes. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise I could say I'm going to sell it for ten thousand dollars. Obviously, because some people are, are trying to sell for like one hundred and fifty dollars, sort of thing. Okay, <laughs> um, finding one that's only a difficult ground because most of them got four four. Uh, okay. I'll give you a second. Through. I guess that's probably okay. more okay. collectible. Okay. Um, one of them, um, it, they'll, they'll, they'll buy it now, Graham, but most of them yeah. are 50 bucks. Shut up. Oh my gosh. It sounds like I made one a of them really is a lot of two. Wow. I, I made a big mistake this week, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I should have got on Monday. I should have gone in on Monday. This is what happened. When we went to Epcot and they had that new popcorn bucket uh, in, the, in the style of Figment the Dragon, Figment of the Imagination, uh, $25 it was going for um, there. You buy it and you can set the popcorn is going around. And, uh, yeah. yeah. On eBay, I think the cheap, I think the most expensive one I saw one going for was upwards of 100 grand. 100 grand? It was for charity that one, but but even, even so, but even so, uh, I, I, I'm actually curious to find out now. I, I need to check now, see how Fitment's getting on. Wow! <laughs> While Fitment. you're looking for that, I did mean to add one one comment to your Sarah Lee story, and I totally forgot. Yeah, go ahead. Um, because there was a GoFundMe. I think they're trying to set up like a memorial park they, they, or something. They they tripled it. They tripled it. Oh, it was it, easy. Yeah, it was yeah. like twenty thousand, and they were already there when I last looked. Um, but I did see that Tony Khan had donated ten thousand. Nice touch. Which is obviously a really obviously has plenty of money, but that's a really nice gesture from somebody from a rival company that he would still acknowledge that person. And uh, that's the current highest one. Three hundred and fifteen dollars. Oh my gosh. Look wow, at it. Look at it. Just, just, just look at that. Yeah, it's not worth three hundred and fifteen. The plastic $3. worth twelve. Baby, what? Maybe worth twelve dollars, baby. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's. Uh... Oh well, it's a good job, it, Matt. Matt, I'm going to speak personally, but I, I think this has been thoroughly entertaining. I, I'm good job. I remembered because you clearly hadn't at all. Oh, great, great. Really, me because great. That was last week's before last week's. Show, I, you I know. It. That's why I've forgotten was... about it. <laughs> It right. was on my mind because I was so frustrated. Because I was like, I was excited by it. I really was excited by it. And then when I saw it, I was like, eh, that's not that good after all. But, okay, well, perhaps Turns I'll, out maybe, perhaps maybe I'll take a, Perhaps I'll take a trip over to McDonald's later. The ironic thing is, um, as we were driving home last night, I actually said to Mason, we, we got our shots and then we went to play a little disc golf. I was like, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? And he's like, Taco Bell. I was like, okay, that's fine if that's what you want to do. <laughs> if only you'd have said McDonald's, I probably would have got one. Just out of curiosity. But hey, you mentioned that to your boys. They're going to be like, what? Uh, the eyes exactly. are going to roll around. Oh. Thing is, now, there is the amount of of on eBay that have no bids. Lots of mm-hmm. them. Of so. course, of course, because there's so many. Hey, how about this for a, a potential bad cop moment? Um, take the take the kids there, get them one, and then offer them two dollars and fifty cents for each toy that they get. <laughs> knowing full that, knowing full well that they're worth way more than that. <laughs> right. So Jackson, if the Happy Meal's eleven dollars and fifty cents and a regular Big Mac meal is nine dollars, that means the toy's worth two dollars fifty, right? How about I offer you five dollars for it, just to be fair? <laughs> He's up on the deal. 
He's up for the day. Yeah, hey, everybody's a winner now. I would not manipulate my children that way. And a one is not as valuable Liar. as all four as we We guess. all would. We all <laughs> would, Graham. Oh. All right, come on. Let's get to that devil's advocate. I want to get out of here. Sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, welcome to episode 208 of Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast, Devil's Advocate Round, where myself and Graham throw ridiculous statements we do not believe in at each other for us to defend for 22nd. Usually wrestling theme, but we've started having one wrestling, one not, because it can get difficult to have so many wrestling ones in one go. Um, and we have been doing this now for four years. <laughs> um, so, Graham... Would you like to go first or second? And of course, anyone ever believing that we are telling the truth and not making it up, take up our DA, DA, Mike Pedigree. Oh, no, hang on. Sorry, sorry. I've been told he is on annual leave this week, Graham. So Uh-oh. please do take it up with, um, with our stand in and um, the, 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 the wrestle witch, uh, but don't, but only between the hours of, of, of 8 30 and 8 35 uh, because, uh, because she's drinking in after that. So. <laughs> I just realized it's coming up to that time. Now we're in October. We had her as our first guest uh, for the, well, when we were both here together yeah. anyway, uh, as our first guest together for the Halloween episode. Um, Matt, I'm going to put you in charge of booking. I think you should at least put feelers out to see if Wrestle Witch is available for the Halloween episode. Okay? I will see what I can do. Now, before we get to the Devil's Advocate, there was, when you started talking about knowing about toys and things like that, and I know you were talking about Dungeons and Dragons and things like that. Um, I did want to ask you about one comment on Facebook. I shared with you that there was a 20-sided die, because you mentioned die. There was a 20-sided die that was found like 3000 BC. And you put some, well, I thought it was a dumb comment, but I was wondering if you explain. You were some, I can't remember what, you know what I'm talking about? Critical fail. I'm sorry? Crit fail. Why? I didn't, I didn't know what you were talking a about. A critical success is a 20. A critical fail is a 1. Basically, if you roll that, you fail no matter what your bonuses are. Huh? What? Uh, okay. I'm... All right. Devil's Advocate round. Uh, I, I explained it perfectly clearly. But why was a 3,000 year old die a critical fail? No, because I, I was saying what the, I was assuming what was shown was a one. Oh, uh, well, there was no numbers visible. No, I was, was assuming. A... I was assuming. Okay. Uh, you didn't get the joke, Frank. You don't play with dice. Uh, well, I do, but not in that way. I play with other games for sure. I have a new oh, game. Matt's showing me his collection of die there. Very nice, very nice. They are very nice. Uh, Matt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first. Oh, I want, I did want to ask you. You said that you were worried I was gonna spoil your Devil's Advocate. Um, did I spoil your Devil's Advocate? Hmm. A little bit. Okay. All right. Your through, Devil's sorry. Advocate from your Devil's Advocate from me is something I thought that might come up, but possibly will come up next week instead. Uh, Billy Gunn's work on National Scissoring Day is already more significant than anything DX achieved in 25 years. Everyone out there who doesn't know what scissoring is should go on YouTube right now and enter it in. Don't worry about a safe search being on. Look it up. Billy Gunn is a forerunner at this, and it's certainly bigger and more views than anything DX ever, ever did. Scissoring is something we all need to be doing more of. I heard, one of the comments I heard was um, his connection with, is it the Acclaimed? Uh, Mm -hmm. Was the chemistry with the Acclaimed was better than the chemistry that he had with his own sons. 
which if that's true, that's pretty shocking. Personal mm. opinion of that person who made that comment. But... Is, is there a reason why you're trying to be Sherlock Holmes right now? Because it's it's um, I don't know if this is significant for your devil's advocate. My de- but... is, is my is my Bill Bailey pipe. Oh, okay, all right, okay, works great on an audio podcast. It does, just... Graham. It does. It does. I do all the time. Trying to distract me. It is. All right, what um, you got for me? Right. So your first one, what you, Graham? First one. I thought you only had one. I do. I have another one now. Okay, so your re- your wrestling theme one, Graham, is <clears throat> the epitome of crap wrestling this week. Was the absolute dross that was Masha Samovich versus Jordan Grace? Well, obviously, why would you want to watch women's wrestling? There is a reason why the vast majority of wrestling that you see on TV is men's wrestling. Therefore, the other part, they're just they're just fillers, right? I think that's the phrase that Mason likes to use. They're just filler matches. So why would you want to watch that? It's not like they were the best people on there. Mickey James and uh, oh gosh, Mia uh, Yim was obviously much better. Jeez. That's actually one of the hardest ones I've had to defend. It was, I actually looked to see what some, because I was like, I thought this was really good. I wonder what somebody else thought. And they gave it three and three quarter stars. And I was, I was wanting to use the phrase, I think it's my favorite women's match of the year. It's up so there. It's I don't know if I've misjudged it. No, no, no. I, I only saw highlights. So perhaps I didn't see the whole thing. But for me, I've watched it the was, whole thing, Graham. And it, oh, you did? It is amazing. That's why I put yeah. it in there for like, we love Masha, we love Jordan, and yeah. you uh I knew that you wouldn't be able to defend that and you nah. and you and you did somehow. Uh, kind of, but not obviously not saying anything I believe, which is the whole point of Devil's Advocate. Um the strength of Masha, like I didn't realize she was Phenomenal. quite as strong as Phenomenal. that. Yeah, the way she manipulated Jordan Grace was ridiculous. Mm. And uh, obviously Jordan can give as good as she gets as well. Of course. Um, there'd better be a rematch. There had better be a rematch for that. Fingers crossed. That was, yeah, that was. Um, what, like, that sort of match, Graham, that should have been headlining the, the, the show last night. Well, that just shows you how strong that card was, though. Mm-hmm. That that that's why I'm saying I, I really think WWE has got a lot to live up to. Both that's two, how good that was. Both two been fighting over the world title, not the knockouts title. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's how you set that rematch up. Oh my gosh. Hey, give us a call. We're available to Dixie, help. Dixie, give me a call. Is, I thought it was Scott Demore, eh. or am I going back a couple of years? Oh, right, you just threw a random name out. Yeah, knew from a long time ago. Yeah. Um, you said a non-wrestling one. I don't think I have a. I, I if you don't give have me another one, one, and I'll, I'll, I'll think. I'll try thinking about. Okay, it. Graham, your devil's advocate is as follows, and I make no apologies for this. <clears throat> the only way you can ruin a full English is. With a cup of tea. Well, absolutely. We know that British people they like their English breakfast. You got to have the there's a staple there. You got to have baked beans. Obviously, sounds weird to Americans, but that's what you got to have there. Why would you take something that has that deliciousness though, and then mix it in with something like a cup of tea? Like most obvious choices, you'd want a Coca Cola. Like you want something with a lot of sugar in there to contrast the savouriness of the English breakfast. I was buying into it even more for you, Matt. The context, guys, Graham posted a picture <laughs> of of a full English, which has, I'd like to point Apparently out... Apparently, it's a shareable breakfast. Uh, um, somebody did mention that. What? That's, like, not... that's not a breakfast for one person. No, I, that's, a a, that's, a, that's a one, Graham. <laughs> for you, perhaps. That's, there's that's one, a there's lot two, of food. There's two eggs. One each. <laughs> did you see the size of that plate? 
That's, tell Graham, us the rest of the stuff on it. Go Graham, on. if you look at if you look at the side of the glass next to it, Graham, it actually isn't that big. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, portion sizes apparently not just ridiculous in uh, America. Then have you ever have you ever seen a skinny chef? Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of bacon on there. You don't yeah. normally get. I'm counting about. There's actually two different types of bacon. Uh, there's four strips of one and three strips of another. There's five sausages. I don't know what the thing next to the four black pudding balls are. Is that like donut balls or something? Which, if it is, that doesn't go with breakfast. Uh, breakfast hush anyway. puppy. A hush puppy for breakfast? Okay. It doesn't look like it. I love it, hush puppies, but that... It, it looks look like, like it, yeah. They've got mushrooms as well. So Mushrooms, be. um, baked beans. Um, Somebody did mention the fact that the tomatoes look terrible because it looked like they've literally just been dumped straight out of a can. And I, I would agree with that comment as well. Mm. But um, yeah, to have a Coca-Cola with a full English breakfast, it was clearly at somebody like Weatherspoons. I guessing. would like to point out the fact, Graham, that when you posted that... Um, mm-hmm. it was about an hour before we came on the air. You were uh, having a coke and a full English breakfast yeah. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was. Oh, that's beautiful! I, was, I didn't I know was, that. I was in the wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's three slices of toast there as well. That that's a big. Oh, there's fried bread as well. I missed that. There's Oh, and there's a hash brown under the fried bread as well. I'd uh, like to, I'd like to point out, Graham, as well, but they haven't they haven't cut the um they haven't cut the uh the toast. James, Graham, there's also chips at the top of the page as well. <laughs> I saw that in a bat in a little yeah. <laughs> and you still don't think that's shareable. <laughs> but the chips are the chips is not a sharing basket, right? Little, little side basket. That is that is a challenge, I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I, that, well, that makes that post even better. I think the full post for me was, uh, let me get the exact wording right. Good, Good morning, morning to, to everyone except those who ruin a full English with a coat product instead of a cuppa. Well, fuck you, Graham. <laughs> yeah, the other Do thing have... I didn't like about the coke is look at the size of that piece of lemon. I'm, I'm, I'm being heckled from the gallery, Graham. Hang on. What's oh, oh. that, Lewis? The Pepsi count. Um, no, that does not. No, Pepsi no, does, does not, not count as ruining it. That's fine. Pepsi not coke. Oh, sorry. No, no, that would still ruin it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same thing. No, it's got to be. Thank you got to have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. I, I think either one of those would be. Uh, fine. What about you, Greg? Do you have one lover for me? If not, then we will take it. Uh, I, I do not. Uh, we're, we're 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 over an hour and a half. I think anyway. So I think I think that'll probably do it for this week. Then that case, then guys, thank you for listening. As always, go check out everything amazing on VGM. Uh, we will be back. Next week, we're out of here. Boom. The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. 3.0 HTTP colon slash slash creativecommon.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash